We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret. Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer. Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Thursday edition, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Want to encourage all of you out there. Search out my name, Clay Travis. Search out Buck Sexton's name. Heck, you can just type in Clay or Buck. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. I don't even know all the different ways that you guys are choosing to download the show. But we're getting popular enough that one name's all you need, Clay or Buck, and you are ready to roll. No issues at all there. Uh, We're going to be joined here in a moment by Vivek Ramaswamy, who has done a great job uh, with his most recent book, Woke Inc., which debuted at number two overall on the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, And I believe we have Vivek with us now. And uh, I appreciate you making the time. Vivek, I want to start with this. I don't know if you've been paying attention Uh, to the Joe Rogan controversy and also to the controversies out there surrounding Candace Owens. But she requested a COVID test, and the company refused service to her, which is, I think, one of the trend lines that we're seeing with woke corporations deciding whether or not to give medical treatment to people they either agree or disagree with. Uh, how How big of a trend do you think this is becoming, and where did it start? Yeah, look, Clay, I think it's becoming rampant. It is everywhere across America. It is ubiquitous. That's part of why I wrote the book. And I think that it needs to be called out because the origin story wasn't even earnest on either side. It didn't begin with politics. It began with self-interest. That was the 2008 financial crisis, where after the 08 financial crisis, corporations were the bad guys. They were the guys that the old left wanted to take money from and redistribute it to poor people for the benefit of poor people. Agree or not, that's what the old left wanted to say. 
But there was this newly emergent identity politics focused left, what we think of as the new woke progressive left, that actually said the real problem wasn't economic injustice. It wasn't poverty. It was actually racial injustice and misogyny and bigotry. And that presented the opportunity of a generation for big business in this country to say that, okay, if we can hitch ourselves to that part of the left, then we can put the old left up for adoption. And so you had a bunch of woke millennials that get in bed with a bunch of big banks. Together, they birthed woke capitalism, and they put Occupy Wall Street up for adoption. But this is the other side of that trade, where if anyone who defects from that woke orthodoxy is going to have economic muscle and economic power leveraged against them to be able to increasingly be banished from civil society itself. And, and part of why I wrote the book is I have some pretty clear ideas of solutions that we can use from a policy perspective and a cultural perspective to get our way out of that cultural quagmire. But that is where we are today. Vivek, it's Buck. We, we got an audience here that is very activated and wants to take action on things like this. So we'll certainly get to that with you in a second. I just for more background on this, and I know you did a lot of research on it for the book and congrats on, on how well it's doing in general. And I, I know that there's a, a, there's going to be specifics here and there. There's the people who say, you know, go woke, go broke. And then the people who say, actually, this works out really well, meaning that progressive politics in the short term help the bottom line of some of these major, whether it's, you know, Disney or Google or, you know, Coca-Cola or whomever. What do you find on balance is more true? Are, are, are they is this financially incentivized for them in the beginning to have these very progressive and exclusionary for conservatives and people that believe in traditional values, politics, or, or are they suffering? And there there therefore is some kind of a mechanism built in for correction. So it's a, it's a great question. So I think it's about 75, 25. I think in about 75 percent of the cases, companies are doing what they perceive to be in their self-interest. Now, whether or not it is in their self-interest, time will tell. And I think that that 75% number is going to actually be lower the number of companies that discover that they're leaving a lot of market share on the table by failing to service conservative audiences or even just not apolitical audiences who are actually turned off by this stuff. I think Nike may find themselves in that category. I think Coca-Cola may find themselves in that category, but that time will tell. However, that, I do think that in the majority of cases, you actually have companies that think they are doing the thing that better empowers them to ultimately make a buck in the future. I think the other 25% is in a different category where they're actually pursuing these values authentically. And, and I think one of the things I discovered over writing the book is if I had to pick, I began the book taking aim at the hypocritical, scammy kind of woke capitalism where people are using the appearance of caring about something other than profit and power precisely to gain more profit and power. But actually, the thing I learned personally is that I'm even more frightened by the people who use their market power authentically to force their values down the throats of the American people. I put Jack Dorsey in this category where the guy doesn't need another dollar. He doesn't care if he makes another dollar. He has tens of billions of dollars. But the rate limiter for his power in society isn't the amount of dollars that he has. It is the scope of what money itself can buy. And so what he's decided is to use his platform as a mechanism for effectuating his vision for what can and can't be discussed or should or shouldn't be discussed online. He's one example among many in that other 25% category where they don't care if it hits the bottom line or not. They can afford that. They actually, you want to use this as a you only live once philosophy to use their corporate platform to ultimately legislate through the back door what they could never do if they were actually held democratically accountable. So it's a little bit of both. 
We're talking to Vivek Ramaswamy. I'd encourage you to check out his book, Woke Inc., debuted at number two overall on the New York Times list. Vivek, I want to go into this discussion. I came from sports, and I feel like sports was on the cutting edge, unfortunately, for embracing Woke Inc. You mentioned Nike. Colin Kaepernick is a big part of this. Uh, the NBA is among the wokest organizations anywhere in the entirety of America. The NFL has followed behind it. Even Major League Baseball pulling uh, their all-star game out of Atlanta. All of that has been on the front edge of what many other corporations have followed. Do you buy into the idea that sports has helped to drive the cultural move to Woke Inc.? I see sports fans fundamentally rejecting it to go to Buck's point on go woke, get broke. Do you buy into that? What did your data show you about the sports industry in particular and its impact in the world of woke culture? Yeah, so there's just two key points about sports in particular, Clay. One is that this used to be the space that brought us together in a divided Amen. polity like the United States. And we are a divided country politically. We can still survive as a politically divided country. We can't survive as a politically divided country if we also lack apolitical spaces that we can still come together in the baseball stadiums of this country, in the football stadiums of this country, in the basketball stadiums of this country. Those are the places that brought us together, whether we're black or white or Democrat or Republican. And I think a divided polity, even a severely divided body politic can survive, but it cannot survive if we lose those apolitical sanctuaries. That's the first thing I'd say. The second thing I'd say, though, is that the sports associations are among the worst culprits in actually geopolitically empowering China at the expense of the United States. And I'll tell you exactly what I mean. When you have an organization like the NBA or a superstar like LeBron James that relentlessly, and I mean relentlessly, criticizes the United States and alleged social injustice here and racism and microaggressions here at home, Without saying a peep about actual human rights abuses in China, what they are effectively doing is creating a false moral equivalence between Chinese nihilism and American idealism on the global stage. And that helps China because now when Xi Jinping is pressed by the EU or the UN on the Uyghur human rights crisis, where he has over a million Uyghurs enslaved in concentration camps, subject to forced sterilization in what I consider to be one of the worst human rights abuses by a major nation since the Third Reich of Germany – they are able to say to the U.N. and to the EU that Black Lives Matter shows that the United States is no better and that China hopes the United States does better on human rights, which is what their top diplomat said to us in Alaska this month. That would be laughable if it weren't for the fact that folks like LeBron James actually come to China's public defense after Daryl Morey, the general manager of the Houston Rockets, tweets, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. LeBron James is actually the first person to come to China's public defense. And so that actually erodes the greatest asset of the United States of all, which is our cultural and our moral standing on the global stage. That's even more important than our nuclear arsenal, in my opinion. And a lot of these sports associations kowtowing to China, the bowing to their true Chinese overlords to be able to expand into the lucrative Chinese market. They're unwilling to criticize the Chinese Communist Party, but they are they're reserving their moral outrage for the United States in a way that hurts us on both ends of the trade. All right, Vivek, this is where we get to tell everybody listening, what can they do? I mean, we always say, and we absolutely mean it from the bottom of our hearts, the sponsors, for example, we have on this show, they're standing with our message, with our free speech. So there's a an action item, in a sense, of supporting those creators who speak out in front of those voices who speak out in, in favor of freedom and the Constitution and and just sanity in public life. 
But if people want to tackle Woke Inc. out there, what else can they do? Look, I think that the most important battle line right now is in our schools. It is in the minds of the next generation of Americans. And I think that anybody who has a parent who has kids in schools, be they public or private, to be able to stand up for an ideology that we teach in the schools that ultimately revives American idealism rather than constantly criticizing the United States so much so that the next generation doesn't even know what those ideals are. I think that's the single most important battle line for anybody who's a parent. Now, I I think that there's a lot of people who come out on the side of consumer boycotts, boycotting uh, woke brand and and sort of trying to create a new right wing or, or conservative or even apolitical alternative. I'm actually, while I understand the appeal of that, I'm less a fan of that because at the end of the day, as I said earlier, if we have two forms of coffee, if we have two forms of baseball, at the end of this, we're not going to have a country left at the end of it, even though that might be a great opportunity for a conservative entrepreneur. And if this were Shark Tank and you have a guy who's half competent who wants to start that business, I'd say bet on it as an investment prospect. I would say that as, as a matter of leaving America better off in the end, I'm not as drawn to that set of solutions as I am to fostering civic identity, fostering shared civic identity in the next generation in our schools. I think that's where I'm most focused. That being said, I think there's also some policy solutions that can make a real difference in the short run. You have companies that are using their economic muscle to be able to discriminate against one side of the political spectrum. I say that if you can't discriminate against somebody because they're black or gay or Muslim or white or Christian or Jewish or whatever, you should not be able to discriminate against them just because of their political perspectives either. That brings us back to the Candace Owens example in the beginning. If you can't discriminate against somebody on the basis of the color of their skin, you shouldn't be able to do it on the basis of their political perspective either. Same goes for just as you can't on the basis of religion. You can't be able to do it on the basis of their expressed political beliefs. I think we could easily make that change. Add it to Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act. Put political speech and political beliefs right up there next to race, sex, religion. I think that should be the top of the conservative agenda. I think we have a lot of Republicans right now who are fearful of doing anything that defies their orthodoxy that they memorized 80 years or 40 years ago in 1980, which said the free market can do no wrong without recognizing that the free market that they idealize doesn't actually exist today. Yeah, I agree with you. Defending individual rights is the opposite of big government, as conservatives like to say. But Vivek, Woke Inc. is the book, man. We really appreciate you being with us. Best of luck, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. Talk to you guys. You know, Clay, they gave me my life back, Buck. This is what one veteran said. They gave me my freedom back, not just for myself, but for my family. That is an injured veteran who talked about what Tunnels to Towers had meant for him. Almost 20 years since 9-11 now, the foundation is honoring heroes with 200 mortgage-free homes. These are for Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children and for the veterans and first responders with catastrophic injuries. These homes bring hope and improve lives. You can help Tunnel the Tower support even more heroes and families in need by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. Also, Buck, your generosity helps commemorate 9-11. Acts of remembrance like the foundation's 500 mile journey, never forget walk through six states, ending at ground zero on 9-11. There will be symbolic towers of light at two national memorials and then impactful ceremonies to read aloud the names of people killed by 9-11 illness and in our nation's response to 9-11, the war on terror. Never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's $11 a month you can donate right now at Tunnel to Towers t2t.org 
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash buck and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash buck, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We have uh, more information today even on the Afghanistan situation than we did before. Um, the, the big headline, I think, for a lot of folks is that more than half, they think, of the translators and other CIV, SIV, Special Immigrant Visa recipients that were supposed to, under agreement with the United States government, get out. Wall Street Journal reporting less than half of them actually got out. Yeah, and this is just, I mean, it it really is crazy, Buck. You can't even satirize the futility, the failure, and the catastrophic disaster that is our leaving of Afghanistan. Nothing, Buck. 
You can't even point yeah. to anything and be like, hey, you know what? This went better than we could have reasonably expected. As all of this continues to come out, including, by the way, more lies from Biden that he was requesting from the Afghani president. It's all just adding up to a level of futility that's even worse than any of us could have possibly believed. Jen Psaki posed with the uh, with the query about the leaked transcript. It's just so you know, there was a transcript that Reuters reported on. Now everyone's reporting on it. And it's of a call between Joe Biden and uh, the Afghani president. And the yes, the president of Afghanistan, Ashraf Ghani, former president, because now yes, the Taliban, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the Taliban, as of today, has a few announcements. One, they're forming a new government because they actually run the country and are in charge. No surprise. And we're also already beginning to hear about our generals uh, from from some of our generals about how the Taliban may become. I'm just telling you what they're saying. <laughs> this is one of these things where I don't even want to say it because people are going to there are going to be heads exploding all over the country, especially for our uh, our veterans who are fighting the Taliban for so many years that the Taliban, according to the generals, the four stars, etc., could become a counterterrorism partner against the Islamic State. And let me tell you right now, I would not hold your breath on on that one in any meaningful way. We can't even count on Pakistan to be a reliable, as a country, a reliable counter, uh, counterterrorism partner. I don't think the new Taliban government in Afghanistan is going to suddenly be someone that we could count on to, let's, let's be honest, pass intelligence to us and or take action themselves in kinetic strikes, a euphemistic way of saying, you know, killing bad guys on behalf of our war on terror. I don't think, but I know this is the upside down crazy world we're living in. Here's though Jen Psaki on that leaked transcript. Was the president in any way pushing a false narrative in that call with the Afghan president? I think it's pretty clear. Again, I'm not going to go into details of a private conversation, but what we saw over the course of the last few months is a, a collapse in leadership. And that was happening even before Ghani left the country. Um, the answer to the question is yes. Joe Biden was pushing him to lie to his own people, lie to Ashraf Ghani's people. Now his people, I don't know, he's probably in the south of France or something, buying a lot of Chanel handbags. But the point is, he is... And Joe Biden lied, uh, wanted him to lie and say that they weren't losing when they were. And also, how about we get the transcript fully of this one or the audio? I mean, if you're going to impeach Trump, and again, I know impeachment's not going to lead anywhere, but the standard for Trump impeachment was one call with the Ukrainian president. Here is Joe Biden not only failing in Afghanistan, but asking for the leader of Afghanistan to lie to help his messaging both in Afghanistan and also Joe Biden in America. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, and by the way, if, if there was insane. nothing wrong with it, then why doesn't Joe Biden say, yeah, look, we were it's you know, wartime. We, we had to say what we had to say, right? No, yeah. instead, they want to pretend like they weren't doing that. There's a time in your life when you're that much more focused on protecting what you've worked so hard to earn and save. It's when gold becomes an important part of your protection plan. Gold can be purchased and held for you. It can also be sent to your home, and it can be put into your IRA. My partners at the Oxford Gold Group can help you make each of those things happen. I opted to have gold delivered to my home with the Oxford Gold Group's help. There's nothing like real gold on your doorstep. So if you think buying real gold is complicated, my friends at the Oxford Gold Group are who you need to call. They'll explain everything to you. Having real gold delivered to your home or having real gold as part of your IRA is just a phone call away with Oxford Gold. Call them at 833-404-GOLD. 
and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. Call Oxford at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Thursday edition of the program. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We had a good discussion yesterday looking at the Texas law as it pertains to abortion and trying to project what we thought the Supreme Court might do. And by the way, I'm Clay Travis. He's Buck Sexton. And we appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Encourage you to go download the podcast blown away by how many of you are listening there we also always love the 400 plus affiliates we have in all 50 stations and we thank all of you for being such big proponents of the battles that we fought fight every day for being the tip of the spear to help us make a difference in this country so let's talk about what's going on in the supreme court there's been all these emergency appeals trying to strike down the texas law The Supreme Court late last night issued a little bit, I think, Buck, of a preview for where they might be going as many different cases from many different states reach the Supreme Court. I believe Mississippi is up next on the official docket of the Supreme Court and the law that Mississippi has put in place as it pertains to abortion. But predictably, the left wing in this country is losing their mind. Listen to cut 14 here and what Joy Reid had to say on MSNBC last night. By next summer, we could be living in our own version of The Handmaid's Tale, where forced birth is the law in large sections of the country, including for children. All right, so that is the discussion that's going on. Let's have a more intelligent discussion. Have you ever heard forced birth, by the way? I'm wondering what... You know, they use all these euphemisms for abortion, and they're also going to have all these scary terms they use for people actually having their children. But that was a first for me. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, that's The Handmaid's Tale, where they're trying to terrify women all over the country. And here, here is the political angle on this. Let me, let me, and, and the mixed with the legal angle, which is what we talked about yesterday. I am not surprised at all that the Supreme Court decision here was five to four. This is me putting my lawyer hat on. My prediction is that many of these state regulations are going to be held up by a five to four vote. Chief Justice John Roberts is an institutionalist. He's an incrementalist. He is going to be terrified of the idea of overturning Roe v. Wade from 1973. I think the balancing act here that's going to end up occurring is by default, they're not going to directly overrule Roe v. Wade, but they are going to allow more and more restrictive state laws to be legal and that is going to effectively rescind a federal rule on abortion and return the decision as it pertains to abortion to individual states and individual state legislatures and i believe that margin is going to be five to four even though there's a conservative majority six to three i think john roberts is going to side with the liberal element here so in his mind, he can argue this is not a direct political decision, even though the choice that's being made, Buck, I think, is going to be not an aggressive court overturning Roe v. Wade. They're just going to punt this back to the individual states and allow them to make it. How choice. do they do that without overturning Roe? Because Roe says there's a federal right to abortion. I think they're going to. So it, it's an interest. It's a good question. So the history has been what exactly does that right to abortion mean? 
in terms of how many weeks, what is going to be the standard, and I think they're going to continue to dial back the number of weeks that a state can right. restrict. So, so that may be more a Planned Parenthood v. Casey issue when it comes to the Which, actual specifics of so what they're the right going entails. to avoid saying, hey, we're directly overturning Roe v. Wade, and they're going to cite, this is my prediction, I think they're going to look at technology. I think they're going to look at medical advances, uh, what you can determine about the state of a fetus now compared to even back in 1973. And I think they are going to slowly dial back the amount of protection federally that exists and allow states to incrementally take over more of the decision. This this is that's my prediction. This is where this is heading, Clay. It's going to be the nastiest political fight we have seen probably in our lifetimes. I mean, it's It's going going to be Kavanaugh hearing on steroids. It's going to make the fights over election results and things like that look like a tea party, I think, and not like a Boston tea party. I mean, the nice one where the people have the little China cups and stuff. Um and uh, the the reality here is the left is going to go absolutely all out. I mean, there's this whole machinery of the abortion industry uh, that is enormously influential and powerful. It's really the only thing as a Democrat that you have to sign on. You, if, to be a Democrat, you must be pro-choice, pro-abortion. Yes. You're not. There's no room for other things, really, as a Democrat in today's party or in their party. And they're going to put a pressure campaign together against sitting Supreme Court justices, the likes of which we have never really seen before. It will be somewhat similar to the ferocity of the smearing Kavanaugh campaign, but it'll be much more drawn out. And the stakes in their minds will be even higher because the the, the left has convinced, unfortunately, millions of, of women and just leftists in general that there that, that there's like an enslavement of their body that would occur the moment that Roe v. Wade didn't mean you could have an abortion all nine months of a pregnancy. This is really it's a central pillar of leftism. It's it's not just another thing. It is the one thing that they hold sacred on the left above above all else. So they'll fight for this clay more ferociously and in more underhanded fashion to keep this thing alive than anything else I think we've ever seen. That's those are the stakes right now politically for them. And you can see it already. I mean, they're freaking out. Nothing's even happened yet. Yeah, and here's big picture, okay? Big picture, I think that the Democratic Party, they failed on the economy. They failed on the border. They failed on Afghanistan. They're failing on COVID. All of those are failures. I think that this is going to be what they run on in 2022, Buck. That's like me kind of looking out. If your prediction about the court is correct, as in that there's a major pairing back of the rights of Roe and, and Planned even, Parenthood. Even BKC. if it doesn't happen, they're setting the narrative that it's going to happen, Buck. And they're going to try to go after the suburban women, right, who are, we talk about the 40% you've lost, the 40% you've got. Suburban women are in that 20%. They are what helped to get Joe Biden elected and suburban men. And a lot of the, but without Trump in the picture, do you think that really works? I mean, it's going to be, it's, a, it's, it's going to be members of Congress. It's going to be, you know, it's, senators it's a, at the state it's level. It's a great question. And I think, I think this is where they are desperation wise, though, Buck. I mean, if you're just, I yeah, always what else think do they have? It. That's right. They have the insurrection, which is, which a is fantasy. not, which I don't believe is going to work. Right. So I'm just trying to think like, where are the battles going to be fought? Politics is about choosing the battles that you want to fight that you think you can win. I think they're losers on the economy, losers on COVID, losers on the border, 
losers on uh, murder. I don't even and, know. Like, by crime. the way, I don't even know if you have to say I think, Clay. I mean, we could say the data. Ref- <laughs> the no, da- I mean, of course, I yeah. agree. And objectively speaking, that's what's going on. But even the data reflects what you're yes. saying based on the poll numbers that Joe Biden currently has. And I also think I think they got a little lazy where. Even though Russia collusion didn't work to get Trump out of it was incredibly effective. And people hate when I say this, but they know that it's true. It's incredibly effective as a smear to get in the gears of the Trump administration, to slow them down, to create all these other narratives and to throw people into depositions and make them defend themselves and all this crap that the Trump team had to deal with because of the Russia collusion lie. Now they think with the insurrection, it's, oh, we're going to kind of run the same playbook of this thing that we make a huge deal of that we talk about forever. But it doesn't work when you're in power because right. people actually want results. Right. So that's- this is this is it. I think you're right. This is the play. Like, I'm just trying to I'm not telling you where we are right now. I'm telling you what's going to be the play in 2022. I think you're right. Insurrection can't work. I mean, it can motivate maybe some of that base. They can try. try it, but I don't think it's going to resonate in suburban districts. What they're going to go after is the Handmaid's Tale argument that Joy Reid just tried to argue that you are not going to be right. able to make a choice about whether or not to have But we do have, have to remember baby. that it is likely, when we look back at the Kavanaugh situation, and I was living in D.C. and living a few blocks from the White House and just you know down the street from Capitol Hill when that whole thing went down, and it was crazy in that city, yes. and people were astonished at how it wasn't just... Ugly. It was evil what they were doing to Brett Kavanaugh, the lies yes. that people were telling about him, the way the media was reporting on it. And like I said, it made a lot of wartime conservatives out of people. But, Clay, that probably kept the Democrats from from taking the Senate in 2018. Remember that? That was that they said lost. That, that, yes. You know, I remember there were senators. Uh, I actually I mean, I spoke to Lindsey Graham about it, uh, who Tucker gave him the. The, the, the rough treatment last night. But Lindsey Graham was phenomenal in the Kavanaugh. He was amazing on Kavanaugh. And he was going around uh, during the uh, election cycle talking about that issue. He was, that was, no, oh, that was Lindsey Graham's best moment ever. Uh, but I, I just, I saw the Tucker thing last night. I was like, ooh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. I'm staying out I, of that one. Think, See? I, yeah. Sometimes things get a little heated even within <laughs> the GOP tent. Uh, I, uh, I, I know that that I think you're right. I think that the as bad as that hearing was in the Senate, I think this is going to be on steroids in 2022 because I think it's almost the only angle the Democrats think they can play. And by the way, Buck, I was just telling you off the air. This Tommy John underwear. <laughs> We're just talking got, about I, our underwear off the air. That's what I we was, do. I was I was I'm on the road. It's going to be hot. I'm going to a college football game tonight. And I'm thinking to myself, anybody who's out there that knows what the tailgating scene is like, particularly if you're somewhere where it's warm in September and October, you got to have the right underwear on. And I feel amazing right now in my Tommy John underwear. It's the newest, most advanced men's underwear out there. The Apollo line, exclusive performance grade dry release fabric blend. It can help you withstand some heat when you're out there tailgating. It's the future of underwear innovation. Super soft, comfortable, keeps you dry and up to 7 degrees cooler. Over 15 million pairs sold. I love them. Buck loves them. How do you get your own pair? It's fantastic, folks. Just go online only. That's right. Online only, not in stores. So you got to go to this website, tommyjohn.com slash clay and buck. That's right. Go to tommyjohn.com slash clay and buck for 20% off your first order right now. That's tommyjohn.com slash Clay and Buck. Every pair is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. 
This is going to become your underwear if you give them a shot. Plus, they've got great T-shirts and hoodies and all kinds of gear that you'll love day to day. I'm actually a huge fan of the T-shirts and the hoodies. TommyJohn.com slash Clay and Buck. See site for details. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We're going to be joined in just a few minutes uh, by Liz Wheeler, who many of you may know from her time at One America News, but she's a Californian and is going to really do a deep dive for us into a very important political story that's not getting a lot of attention because the national media is hoping it just sort of fades away. The recall effort against Governor Gavin. Oh, I'm so slick and so smooth. Newsom. And uh, he's hoping to keep his job as a governor of California, despite 
really doing everything possible to make as many Californians as possible leave that state. And the demographic data on that speaks to it. So we'll be talking to Liz about that recall effort. Of course, also our friend Larry Elder will be uh, talking to him probably sometime next week about it. We're, we're hoping. I mean, Larry, Larry takes the the gold medal, so to speak here, or, you know, is the victor. It'll be a great thing for the country. A great thing for Larry. He's a, he's a fantastic guy. And look, it would be good for this. To, I have so many friends in L.A., Clay, and there a lot of them are lifetime L.A. people. And yes. they have reached the breaking point. They're just like, it's not worth it to be here anymore and that needs to change california is like paradise as a place but the you know the, the topography and the ocean and the mountains and, and it's being ruined by lib policies i mean san francisco is a mess right now it's one party rule and i think to your point there that i i always talk about going after the reasonable people right there are a lot of reasonable people still in california and to me the signal that it would send if Gavin Newsom got recalled, would send shockwaves throughout the Democratic Party that even in California, their base, the incompetence and the insane woke nature of the Democratic Party has alienated the base of their party. And it would it would all of a sudden a lot of things I think would change overnight, particularly as it pertains with covid, because there'd be a lot of Democrats saying if it happened to Gavin Newsom, it's going to happen to me in 2022. And that's when you get a landslide, not when you're winning, you know, the seven districts that Donald Trump won that still have Democratic congressmen. That's when you get a 1994, suddenly a tidal wave that sleep, sweeps throughout the country and people that think they're under not a risk at all end up losing their elections. That's what we need in 2022. We need an ass kicking. We don't need a win. We need an ass kicking. I like, I like it. Travis is getting me fired up like it's the halftime and we're about to go back in against the crazy libs on the other I'm side of the you, field. I'm telling you, we need an ass kicking. I'm, I'm, I'm going this. in there, Travis. I'm throwing everything I got at the other side. I'm also going to tell you that if we're talking lib lunacy, I mean, Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden, who is supposed to be Captain Normalcy, right? You know, you know, there's Captain That's what he ran on. He was That's supposed he to be on. Captain Normalcy, and instead he's, is he awake? Does he know where he is? What's going on? Who's really in charge? Those are the questions that we're all asking on a regular basis. But okay, we had a we had a crazy weather situation. Clay, I was out last night. It was like the it was like the end times outside. Did you have to terms- show your vaccine card to be out? No, no. See, they don't do it everywhere. They all, it's about fifty fifty. I'd yeah. say right now. Um, they told me they would check, and then they didn't check. So I, yeah. I it's, it's tough. It's tough to to keep this stuff. And but you know, someone got someone sitting right now in the well. The brig would be the military. Someone sitting in jail. I saw in that Hawaii that- <laughs> for the fake vax card because of a misspelling. I believe if I you saw misspell, this. Yes, we have this up on, on Outkick.com. Right yes. Yeah. But. It's a funny story. Girl from Illinois was flying to Hawaii. She got a fake COVID vaccine card. If you're going to make that choice, make sure that the COVID vaccine Moderna is not misspelled on your fake you, vaccine. It, it card. is not, in fact, Monderna. That yes. is a that is a, a, a misspelling. By the way, no one knows. There's actually a new name. I can't even remember it now. For the Pfizer vaccine, they have some like it's bio something, right? Some new, yeah we'll, yeah, we'll check and we'll tell everybody what it is. But no one, everyone calls it the Pfizer still. Uh, so here's Joe Biden, though. So there was this crazy rainstorm last night. I think it's the tale of Ida or something. I'm not a meteorologist, obviously. Although that would be a great, like being a meteorologist in the 90s, early 2000s. What a fantastic gig. But here is uh, Biden, of course, tying it into climate change. The past few days of Hurricane Ida 
and the wildfires in the West and the unprecedented flash floods in New York and New Jersey is yet another reminder that these extreme storms and the climate crisis, crisis are here. We need to do, be much better prepared. We need to act. When Congress returns this month, I'm going to press for their action on my Build Back Better plan. That's going to make historic investments in, in electrical infrastructure, modernizing our roads, bridges, our water systems, sewer and drainage systems. We're reminded that this isn't about politics. Hurricane Ida didn't care if you were a Democrat or a Republican, rural or urban. This destruction is everywhere. I mean, Clay, it's first of all, whenever they say it's not about politics, it's absolutely about about politics. And also, yeah, weather happens and has always happened and it can be really bad. And Mother Nature can be very rough and unforgiving. But notice how it automatically turns into a let's use this as an excuse for the commie Green New Deal put inside this massive budget bill, which we have not forgotten about yet, Clay. Which still has to be debated, and I really do think Biden's approval ratings, which just hit a new low, I just got an email in the NPR survey, I believe, we'll hit that for you in the third hour. If NPR is saying Biden's got a low approval rating, you know things ain't going very well for him. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Liz Wheeler, talk about all this craziness in California, and whether or not Gavin Newsom could be on his way out, fingers crossed, would be a big win for the Republican Party. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 